Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frog Snacks podcast. It is episode 162, and it is the first episode that we were doing after E3. So, of course, we are doing our E3 debrief. Uh, if you guys did not listen to last week's episode, which we did in anticipation of E3, uh, Frog and I decided to do something a little bit differently. Uh, we decided to kind of jump on the, the bingo card bandwagon that a lot of websites were doing and, and a lot of blogs were doing, wherein we make uh, a bunch of predictions and we see if we can get bingo based on which of our predictions come true. I don't think either one of us got bingo, but we're going to go over the cards to see who did the best. And uh, we had a little friend- friendly wager involved, I believe. So... Mm-hmm. Um, some of these are going to require a little bit of debate. Um, I don't know if we were specific enough with some of them, uh, but we'll, we'll go over them. So first up is Frog's bingo card. Frog's very neatly, uh, and well formatted, uh, bingo card. So if you don't, if you guys don't remember, our free space was any company announces a battle royale game and avoids using the phrase battle royale. This happened literally six minutes into the show uh, this was, well, yeah, technically no, because they did say that battlefield was going to have battle royale before the show. They, they announced that at their reveal event. True. Okay. So yeah, but the point is, is that they did it. We've, we've heard, uh, you know, um, like Royale, you know, uh, kind of like modified for whatever specific game that we're doing this and that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's happening. That was that was our free space because we knew it was going to happen, and it did. So um, let's go over the rest of the squares. So uh, all the way in the top left of your, of your bingo card is Microsoft makes a move to move deeper into PC gaming. Um, so didn't happen. Didn't happen, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get to Microsoft's show, and they did announce a lot of, like, Interesting things, I think, but uh, nothing that nothing that truly established um, like a move into basically the Steam space, right? Um, Sony reveals a fifth major exclusive title. Sony revealed uh, a couple of games that are new, but I don't know if I don't know if none of them are exclusives. So, Ghost of Tsushima, Control, um, and Death Stranding, which we already knew about. And then well, we knew going to this, we knew about that they were going to talk about The Last of Us, Ghost, Death Stranding, and Spider Man. That's that's what they said they were going to focus okay, on. Okay, so basically Neo too, but we but Neo is not a new IP. Neo's not new, but and Neo, I believe, is coming to everything. I thought, um, perhaps also, but uh, okay, so yeah, it didn't happen. Definitely c- control. Definitely is coming to everything, and they also announced the Resident Evil Two remake. That is also definitely coming to everything. Yeah, yeah, okay. So no exclusives. Um, Doom Two announced. Uh, this did happen, right? That did happen. Uh, Doom mm-hmm. Eternal. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Um, and the the best thing about Doom is that people keep turning the logo upside down. It says wood, and people keep saying. <laughs> That the Doom the Doom logo did this to or like the, the Doom reveal did this to me and they just show the, the logo like upside down. It's just like it gave me wood. Hilarious. That's fantastic. Hilarious. Um so that's one point. Um well two points given the free space. Uh your next one was Rage Two is a Borderlands clone. Uh 
Rage two se- seems like it's a lot of things, but it doesn't seem to be like this this like loot heavy Diablo Borderlands type clone. But it does look interesting. No, it looks cool, but Rage is essentially going to be Doom. Yeah. And actually, some of the pre- some of the previews that I've read basically call it that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be open world Doom twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um, the the ne- and the next was uh, Star Fox Racing game turns out to be real. So jury's still out, but as far as E three, didn't happen. Yeah, didn't uh, didn't make a mention of it. We'll we'll talk more about the Nintendo uh, presentation as well, but didn't happen. So uh, Ubisoft will go to great lengths to differentiate the Division two from Destiny two. I what I gathered is that Ubisoft went to great lengths to differentiate the Division two from Division one, which True. which kind of upsets me because that's Destiny two. I feel like did the same thing. And it ended up being only to end up being Destiny One. Exactly. So this was this seemed like a little bit of a. It was. I mean, I thought the trailer looked cool because I thought, yep. the, but I thought the Division One was kind of cool. So, I mean, well, the Division One. To be fair, they actually did, by most people's estimation, fix over time. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to hear nearly the same level of bitching about the Division at this stage in the game that you'd hear about Destiny. Yeah, and if they kind of pick up where they left off, but, like, new city and, like, a whole new campaign to go through with your friends, um, I, I'll sign up. You know, I, I thought the Division 1, at the very, very least, had an awesome um, had an awesome yeah. physical and to-scale representation of Manhattan and an awesome campaign that was really fun to play with friends. And then, right. obviously, like, the end game needed a lot of tweak, uh, tweaking, which they got, so that's fine. Um, but it, they did not try to differentiate it as destiny Two. it it almost was like, here's your, uh, like other option. If you want to play this type of game. Yep. Yep. Um, Yep. Absolutely. Anthem gets a release date. Anthem did get a release date, right? Yep. February 22nd. Perfect. Okay. Apparently it's going to be the, the release date. Another one of those like major days in gaming. Cause I, I don't know the whole list, but a bunch of things are apparently coming out that day. Good, good. Market calendars, boys. Um, yep. So that's three points. Uh, Titanfall Battle Royale announced. Uh, this didn't <laughs> Much happen. Much to my chagrin, this did not happen. <laughs> this did not happen. Uh, Ubisoft does another collaboration with Nintendo. This did happen. This did indeed happen. Uh, this was this was an interesting one. Um, it was like a it's like a Star Fox like real life toys game or something. Uh, well, it, no. So they're doing like this. Starlink is essentially going to be some space exploration game with the toys to life component, right? Okay. Uh, and then and then the Switch version, they're like, let's store in Star Fox. Yeah, essentially. They were they were just like, what if Star Fox? And, <laughs> Basically. And everyone was, I think I, everyone's like, okay, we'll go with every, it. Everyone like lowered their sunglasses and peeked over the top of their sunglasses. Yeah. They were like, oh my God, Johnson, I think you're onto something. <laughs> All right. Um, I, though I think they are going to probably like lead with, I have a feeling they did the collaboration so that they can lead with the switch and be like, Hey Fox. So, and there's going to be a certain, there's going to be a certain segment of people who are going to sign up just because of that. Yeah. And I, and you're right. They're they're probably going to be like, we're coming out with this game. It's going to be a game, but it's a switch first game because we got the, we got the collabs. Right. Um, Miles Morales is revealed as a playable character in Spider-Man. 
Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two gets a release date. I don't know if they definitely didn't happen. They, de- they didn't do that. <laughs> but they did show another. They did show another extended trailer, right? Or game? They did show more of the game. Okay, but they didn't do a release date. Okay, so that's fine. Uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen announced. I don't know what you were thinking. Absolutely. I don't know what you were thinking with this, but uh, this absolutely did not happen. Also. I mean, hey, we had to have a. But to be fair, nobody nobody's expecting the outrageously whack conference that Square Enix put on. Um, True, but that's a whole. We'll get to that later. True. Um, and then uh, first look at the Avengers game. Also didn't happen. Also didn't happen. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen surprise announcement. Also didn't happen. happen. Um, New F Zero announced. Uh, didn't happen. Unfortunately, sadly, did not. Unfortunately, happen. did not happen. Um, Microsoft announces Buzzy new exclusive. So. That didn't happen, it but did. they announced a buzzy new uh, studio purchase. They announced, they announced a lot of, like, buzzy things, and there were a lot of things that they announced that are going to come to the system but aren't going to be exclusive, and right. everything that they announced, we I mean, like, really, other than, um, I mean, they, the, all the exclusives that they announced were, like, ex, were like extant IPs, right? Forza, Halo, um, and, like, Crackdown, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, they did show off Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which looks really, really cool, but uh, that is going to come out for everything. Right. Um, we finally find out what the fuck Death Stranding is. We did not. We did not. We we got another trailer that was, like, slightly less batshit than the first, but also didn't give us any clue as to what the game actually is. It, it looked like... It actually showed a little bit of gameplay footage, but it didn't show anything other than a person walking. Right. Anything other than, like, Norman Reedus walking. And then also, I tweeted this, and then at the end of of the trailer, my suspicions were revealed to be true. But the woman that they show in the Death Stranding trailer, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that looks just like that girl from... Uh, that movie, The Lobster, and also that one Mission Impossible movie. What's her name? And I like looked it up, and uh, her name's like uh, Leah Leah Sado. Uh, she's a French actress, and I, I like immediately was like, "Oh, this woman looks so familiar. She looks just like Leah Sado. What is the deal with that?" And then basically, it was the same thing that they did with Stephanie Houston with with Quiet. Was like she was she was she was literally the basis of and the model of and of of that woman. So. Uh, when they, I mean, all of Death Stranding is him blurring the line between movie and game even more, right? Because Norman Reedus yeah. is in the game, and so is Mads, so... Yeah, so this, uh... So I, I, I tweeted that out, and no... Maybe, like, 30 seconds later, they rolled the credits for that uh, for that trailer, and it was like, Leia Sado, and I was like, oh, shit, it's that girl. I knew right. it. I was like, oh, man, I just, like... Uh, it, it, it was it was like a very satisfying um, like confirmation of my suspicions, you know. Now you know how I feel when I identify a sample. Yeah, except when you do it, you're like not even like, huh? This kind of reminds me of it. That you like know it immediately, <laughs> and then and then they're like, and then you, we'll let someone like look it up and confirm it, and you'll be like, I told you so. Don't don't ever doubt me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I try not to assert things unless I know them to be true. Right. Yes. Well, that's a good trait to have. 
me, meanwhile, I'm like, that's why I said, oh, I know it. But, and then like, and then it gets confirmed and I'm like, oh, wow. I'm just as surprised as you are. Um, EA announces another buzzy indie game. Um, did this happen? I have to like go back and check. Uh, I mean, well, this is, this is a debatable one, but I would say I would lean toward no. Well, what about, Sea of Solitude yeah. got people talking, but it didn't get people talking because of the game. It got people talking because of the presentation. Right. And Unravel was an extant IP as well. Exactly. Even so, though it seems like it changed quite a bit from the first one, and it adds co-op, definitely. which is cool. Um, and then, uh, what else we got? Oh, at least three new third-party guest characters announced for Smash Switch. So Didn't happen. It didn't happen, uh, but we'll definitely get to that. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I'm excited about, and there's a lot of things that everybody should be excited about, but uh, we didn't get three new third-party guest characters, unfortunately. We got um, none, actually. <laughs> so your other one was uh, Monster Hunter World Expansion announced. So we didn't get an expansion, per se. Well, well we, we got still, the crossover. We got a lot of like buzzy, buzzy news for it, uh, for sure. Um I still don't want to give you this point because I still think that we will actually get an expansion and it's not just going to be this like rolling uh, like timed exclusives that are that keep that keep well, coming I, out. I 1000% like, don't get the point. But yeah. I think they are going to announce I'm like, this is the one I'm most surprised did not happen actually. Really? Um, because I thought this would be, then again, I guess there's still like Gamescom and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I figured this would be a right time for them to say, all right, we're going to do a nice big content dump. It may not, may or may not be coming this year, but I figured they'd be like, Hey, we do have a big content dump coming, you know, sit tight, hold on to your butts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, team Sonic racing will have at least one batshit gameplay mechanic. Uh, didn't get a look at it. So they they didn't talk about any to my knowledge. So yeah, uh, we did see the game, but if there, if there is such a thing, they haven't talked about it yet. Right. So it didn't happen. So Fallout Three Anniversary Edition announced uh, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, Devil May Cry Five announced. Boy, did, did that happen. happen! Woo! That very much happened. That very much happened, and what a trailer, man! I was actually super stoked about that trailer. It looks so Which interesting. It- which is interesting because uh, we know you to not be a particular uh, character action guy. Um, you know what? I guess not. Uh, I, I guess that that's. I guess that's fair. But I am still like, I, I was still impressed with the trailer, and I've pl- and I've played. You know, I've played. I uh, think you've been warming up to them in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I know, of course, you got banned at it too more recently, and we were pretty jazzed about that. Ultimately, yeah, you know what? I we'll we'll have to talk about Bayonetta two at some point in the future. But Bayonetta two is like very very good. Like I I enjoyed it quite a bit more than the first one. Yeah, because it's completely better. Yeah, which is saying a lot because <laughs> Bayonetta one is a fantastic game. Yes, true. Um, and then Gears of War five announced also absolutely happened did happen so. We got, uh, including the free space, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, by my count. So, I'm just going to put this out there, mm-hmm. uh, but it really doesn't matter, that I actually do not believe that the free space should count here, okay. uh, because the, uh, 
We said any company announces a BR game and uses the phrase Battle Royale. Like I said at the beginning, EA talked about it, that mode for Battlefield 5, but it was already announced before E3. Mm. So technically, that's not an announcement. Um, but it really doesn't matter because we either both get the point or we both don't get the point. Sure. So it, it really doesn't matter. But I, I just want to say that I, I don't think that would count. I say we count it because, I mean, why why would you announce something like 48 hours before E3 and not have it, it, wasn't, it was as an E3 announcement? I don't know. I, I'm just... They talked about they had a big reveal event for Battlefield Five earlier in the month. Yeah, and that's where they dropped the news. Well, but what they did is, which we'll come back on your card, is they came out and were like, "Woo!" And yeah, we announced that BR mode, baby. (laughs) That's what. In fact, in fact, the thing people were mad about is that they didn't talk more about because they announced the mode before, and people were like, "All right, well, at E3 they'll talk more in detail about it," and then they didn't. Yeah. Well. That's fine. So uh, what either we'll way, say, it doesn't matter. We'll say so five. Six, we'll say five points, not including a contentious free space. Fine. Um, okay. So onto my card. I got to your card. I got to beat five. Let's see if it happens. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's start from. Yeah. Let's start from the top here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elder Scrolls Six takes place in Hammerfell. Uh, didn't happen. They they did announce Elder Scrolls 6, but no location, so it did not happen. Mm-hmm. New Ubisoft indie IP. Uh, I think this happened, actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, Star, uh, they, I, I don't know if Starlink is indie, but there's also Transference and... Yeah, the, um, the game Transference. Yeah, and uh, and also Trials Rising. Um, That's not new, though. It's not new. Yeah, I guess it's not new, but it is it is done by, like, a subsidiary. Um, Red yeah, Fox but I mean, this like is, that. you said new, Trump, yeah. that's a sequel. True, you're right. Okay, so are we going to count Transference? I would say Transference would be it. Yes. So that's one. And Elijah Wood. Last of, with Elijah Wood, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Last of Us Part 2, longer than necessary trailer. Looking back, technically we should not have put this in, because we knew Last of Us was going to be a core focus of the show going into it. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so, but I, I guess like... We have to define what is longer than necessary. It was a long trailer, but most of it was just gameplay footage. Um, I don't know if it was so, longer than necessary. It was long, but I don't so, think it was longer than necessary. Yeah, I mean, what they showed definitely wasn't longer than necessary. Um, I guess what I had meant was like, uh, basically like, if they had, if the trailer had given us too much information about the story, like if it got to the point where it was like borderline spoilery, and it mm. really wasn't, it was, uh, it, it just kind of like helped further set the tone of the game and like kind of catch us up to speed as to like what Ellie's been up to, right. um, and give us like a, just a little bit more setting. Which I think is fine, and it, it kind of didn't like it wasn't intrusive or spoilery, which is I guess what I was getting at. So I'm like, you know. <laughs> well, either way, I think it's safe to say that that did not occur. Yeah, agree. Uh, EA announces either Skate Four or a new SSX. Oh, Neither no. of which happens. Drive a wooden stake <laughs> into my heart. I can't believe that <laughs> they did that. I mean, it was so funny when like. Because the whole time, I mean, the trailer was like a full two minutes and people were like, here it is. 
skate motherfucking for? And they were like, no, bitch. It's session, which looks cool, sure. It actually looks really good, but it's not skate for. But who knows, it might be better because from what bits and pieces I was able to gather from the internet after session is apparently by a bunch of people who were like, well, since EA is not going to make skate for. We're gonna fucking do it. Yeah, and uh, it looked it looked like it really captured what Skate Four was trying to do, which is like a m- more in line with like what we would consider to be like uh, a simulation sports title. Whereas Tony Hawk was like so ridiculously like arcadey and and high flying, and that was kind of what people really liked about it because people. Well, who, I think Skate kind of drew a nice line. It split the difference really well. Yeah, and session and session was like on that side of the line, right? Like it, skate was great because you could play it either way. Much which this is the thing they brought to the SSX reboot from 2012, which mm-hmm. I really liked. Yeah, you could play either old school button style or the more naturalistic, you know, dual stick style that they introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, either which I'm I, I played the new school style, but either one was fine. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what Session is uh, going to do, and I'm pretty intrigued slash excited for what that could be about. Uh, okay, so that didn't happen, but the next part did happen. Some ridiculous Ubisoft crossover. Yes. Uh, I would I would say the Starlink Star Fox crossover is pretty ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> so, that's, uh, so that's two. Yep. Pikmin 4 did not happen. No. Another stake through your heart. Yep. Somebody shows up to the Sony presentation wearing a dumb or embarrassing costume. There was only Sean Layden was at that conference, and he was there for like the first five minutes. Yeah, so that no. didn't happen. This is the debate one. Halo Six announced a okay. Halo game was announced. Yes, uh, Aaron Greenberg uh, did say later, I believe on Twitter, that this is going to be the sequel to Halo Five, but it's not Halo Six. Okay. In fact, we don't. But we don't know what it is yet. Right, we don't. Um, <sighs> so, what do you think? I think that this will be a like mainline Halo game, regardless if it's mm-hmm. like Halo Six or not. Like, this isn't going to be like it's not a collection, and I don't think it's like. A, a like Spartan Assault type game that's like not a first person shooter. You know what I mean? Like you this, mean a spinoff? Huh? You mean a spinoff? Um, no. You mean it's not going to be a spinoff? Is I, what I'm, I'm yeah, I'm saying it's not going to be a spinoff. I'm saying it'll be like a canon, like a like it'll uh, it'll be like a canonical first person shooter that is also a Halo game, and it might not be Halo Six, but if it happens like. At some point in between two of the other Halo games, like in like chronologically or something, and like kind of like a Halo Reach, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it it depends on how pedantic you want to be. Like, if if you think that this is if if we if Halo Infinite ends up being that type of thing, like a Halo Reach, um, if you think that that is good enough. If you like understood what I meant when I said Halo Six is like being that, but did they like were they like Halo Vi like boom like whipped like whipping their dicks out on stage like no they didn't <laughs> but but it depends it depends on like how you want to interpret what I said and how you interpret like what you think Halo Infinite is going to be. Isn't that sucky? Because they didn't they technically did not give us enough information to know 
outside of saying that this is uh, the follow-up. But because they did say that, I think it would count. Um, because at that point, it becomes kind of semantic argument. It, it, it is clear that they are looking to take the Halo series in a different direction. We are not sure what that direction is yet, but given that this is the long-awaited and apparently still long way off uh, follow-up to Halo 5, that would uh, seem to be, as you said, uh, in spirit what you meant. So that's fair. Uh, so I would say that begs what, three? Three. Uh, wet 2 was definitely not announced. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, FF 136 bundle for Switch was also not announced. No. Uh, given what we said about Halo just now, no Forge mode. Nope. Nor, no Armored Core 6 either, but we did get plenty of From Software stuff. We got From Software stuff, and we got that delicious-looking mech game, Damon X Machina. Dude, looks super, looks super cool. I was, I was partly like, I mean, the, the like way that the mechs moved was very Armored Core, and there was definitely a part of me that was like, are they porting like Armored Core Five to the Switch? Like, I, I, a part of me really thought that. Well, according to an interview I read, I think some people from Armored Core uh, that are no longer from actually are working on this game. Well, I mean, good. Listen, it piqued my interest regardless, but, like, I I, I really just want, like, another good mech game, and I've been disappointed by, like, Chrome Hounds and, like, all these other ones that, like, aren't as good as Armored Core, and From Software is doing, is, is like, off to bigger and better things, clearly, and right. it's just, like... If this ends up being good and there's like some people that are either inspired by or had previously worked on an Armored Core game, then like, yeah, I'm in. It looked very yeah. cool. Uh, right. And I, I, hopefully it will be as good as we think. Uh, so let's see. What else we got here? Wolfenstein 2 DLC coinciding with Switch release date. We got Wolfenstein 2 DLC. Well, it's not DLC. We kind of got a... Uh, it's kind of like a sequel. I, yeah, it's like a, it, I think it's it's it seems to be like uh, old blood was to the the first game, like a standalone expansion type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that didn't happen. Sleeping's Dog Two also did not happen. Um, Pokemon Gen Eight teaser, not officially. They announced that Gen Eight is coming next year, but no footage of that game. Right, no teaser. Uh, no teaser. FIFA Nineteen gets total cross play. Did not happen. No, it didn't. Though it, sh- though it should. It should, uh, and especially with all the like FIFA stuff they're doing. I mean, like the World Cup's going on, so they got like the World Cup update for FIFA 18, which was free, which was super cool. Like they're, you know, they're it's becoming a mainstay on the Switch now, and it's just like I don't know what's preventing it. You know, I, I figured it would be like, uh, hey, fucking the World Cup, awesome, right? Hey, FIFA 19 also coming to the Switch. Whoa, you're also going to be able to play with your friends who don't have a Switch. What? Like, I don't know. It just seemed like it would have happened by now, but it, it hasn't. And I think that that's strange. It is strange, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, one WWE-style announcement interruption. Sadly, did this not ha- did, this did not happen either. No, it didn't. What did happen, yes. miraculously, yes. was the Kingdom Hearts 3 release dates. This is my, uh, this is my DMC5. 
Yeah, this is your crown jewel for this. Yeah. Um, and honestly, this is more impressive because <laughs> I was like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. Way. <laughs> and it dropped it in the middle of the night, which was even more odd, but I have a feeling they did that um, borrowing a page out of the book of politicians when they want to drop like bad jobs numbers. Uh, it, they did that so that it would blunt the fact that it was a delay again. Even though there's a hard release date now. Yeah. But it's, it's going to come out January 29th, 2019. Uh, people will finally be able to see the all too incomprehensible ending of the trilogy. It'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watch Dogs 1 and 2 for Switch did not happen. No Watch Dogs news at all. Nope. Uncharted Lost Legacy becomes a total spinoff series. No Uncharted news at this show. Nope. Which, I mean, makes sense given that Naughty Dog seems to be full steam ahead on Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Keighley makes a guest presentation outside a PC game show. Also did not happen. He was out and about, no, he was, but he didn't make, like, a guest presentation. Like, he was in, like, a lot of the pre-show stuff, like, leading up right, to some of that. Right, he was all over the place. But he didn't, he didn't crash anybody's presentation, which was what I was... That was that, right. yeah. That that was my that was my intent with that pick. Right, right, right. Um, Blinks the time cap one and two remaster did not happen. Messed up, honestly. <laughs> biggest biggest snub of the show. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, Mario Aces Nintendo sponsored tournament. This one's interesting. This is going to be another. Do you count this one? There was no tournament a la the Invitationals for Splatoon and, uh, Smash, and Smash Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was an exhibition match that I want to go look up the video for uh, between Reggie and Bill Trinan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was cool, but it wasn't what I was intending with that. I meant they were like going to do an Invitational and be like... Actually, that's right, because you said you, were, you thought that they were going to announce a... Mario Aces like tournament for another time in the future. Yeah, that was what I was right, getting right. at. That's right, you did say that. But so, yeah, uh, it did not occur. But yeah, June twenty second, I think. Oh, I already bought the game. It's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna get all the flame emojis. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 gonna be flames. I'm I'm so excited for Mario Aces. We're gonna have like a nice meaty podcast about Mario Aces yes. sometime next month. It's yes. gonna be great. Uh, Ian Sage and publicly pats itself on the back for an upcoming game of theirs not having loot boxes. That absolutely happened. Yeah, it happened a couple times too. I feel like they mentioned it like more than once. They probably did because I'm. I, they might have mentioned it again during the Star Wars segment. Um, so that would be number four for you, correct? Uh, let's see. Uh, new Ubisoft so indie. Two. Some ridiculous Ubisoft. No, it's five. Yeah, that's five. So we tied. Oh shit! Oh shit! We tied. This makes we me feel tied, good. boys. Because you beat me every time we do something like this. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, um. Okay. So oh, it looks like we'll have to just gift each other a a, a nice game on Steam. Wow. This is ne- see. I, like I'm a Twitch chat is so burned into my head right now that I'm immediately viewing the scrolling saying scripted 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 scripted. <laughs> <laughs> we did not script this at all no we did not script this um we we had an equal amounts like reasonable and ridiculous picks and there we have it and also we've been doing this for so long that it's just like 
I think we, I think we both like intuitively have like a decent idea as to what is supposed to happen and what is like not going to happen. So yeah, I mean, we, there was definitely some on both of us that were like, okay, yeah, right. But, yeah, yeah. But then again, even a couple of the yeah rights came true, right? Kingdom Hearts three release date. Yeah, that was a yeah right, and but that came to, to pass, right? Mm-hmm. And even DMC five was a little bit of a yeah right. So yeah, that was that one. That one probably caught me off. Uh, Coming off guard the most. To be fair, there were a lot of rumors swirling around. Sure. So I was like, when there's this many rumors, it's basically I was saying where there's smoke, there's a fire. Sure, sure. So it's not completely without precedent, but it was a big gamble to have that, for sure. Sure. So, okay, so this is technically our E3 debrief episode, right? Um, Yep. We're about halfway done here, so we're going to spend the next half just kind of like uh, just sort of like quick roundup, essentially, of all the different shows. So EA went first, right? Yep. And we got our we got our handy dandy uh, Kirk Hamilton lists here of everything EA showed at E3, and we're just going to go over like some thoughts, and then we'll do this for all the shows. So EA uh, gave us like some Battlefield Five like stuff, like talked about the destructible environments. And Battle Royale mode, and uh, the only reason I'm excited for Battlefield 5 is because Battlefield 1 was so unbelievably good, and it was the best, I've said this before and I'll say it again, it was the best Battlefield since the first Battlefield in 2002. Right. And this is also the first time that they're doing like a full, like, numbered release that takes place in World War II. And I never really got into the modern warfare ones or like the future warfare ones. Right. So I'm excited for this just because of history and track record, really. Um, Yeah. I mean, for me, Battlefield 5, though we've played a couple of times and it's a very obvious and extremely well-crafted game. For me, it's a bit too chaotic. And though I like a couple of the ideas that they have going around for five, in particular that the conquest, like that multi-day. Yeah. 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 Which they, which they started to, they started to tinker around with a little bit on, uh, on battlefield one where they'll take like three maps essentially. And they'll just be like, okay, all week you got to like get a certain amount of points playing these. And the, you'll get like, if you complete it, you get like a thing, but like a side doesn't win. You know what I mean? But they, they've been going, they've been going down that road of like multi-day events that reset every week or whatever. So. Well, for conquest mode, I don't believe it's actually like real time days. I believe it's a like a storyline. So there's yeah, like a yeah, day yeah. one, and then there's yeah, you this, do the camp, and there's a whole co op mode too, which is super cool. You know me, I'm all about co op anything, so mm-hmm. I did like that. So that there'll probably be another game where I'll check it out in a year, and we'll see. You know what I can say about it then. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, of course, the requisite sports game stuff all the FIFA announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could give a shit about any of this stuff, but I did respect that the the two folks that came out to talk about that really did seem like super jazzed about everything they were talking about. Yeah, of um, course. Which, which, you know, to be fair, could be said for pretty much all the developers that came out on stage. Um, they all came out and they all seemed really, really like legitimately passionate about their, their projects. So that was awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the new. We talked about uh, what's the face unravel before, right? Yep. 
Uh, I wish United State dropped that that day. Uh, another game that we you know we can potentially check out on a live session sometime, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about they had the lady from Joe May Studios come out and talk about the next EA original, uh, Sea of Solitude. Yeah. And like we were saying before, that game caught buzz, but not because of the game. She didn't really show much of the game itself, but she was just such such an earnest presentation. Oh yeah, she was like, and it was, she was like, it got like real. Yeah, she was like, she was like, this is this is what this is like a passion project of mine because like. You know, I went through this shit, and I made a game about yeah. it. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Like, is she serious right now? Like, oh my god! And yeah, like it got it got super real. Yeah, yeah, but it was uh, you know, it's listen, it's a, it's a it's a it's a sad indie game, and I'm never gonna I'm never gonna turn my nose up at a sad indie game. I love sad indie games, so yeah, you really do. I do, <laughs> I do, man. I just I I'm I'm such a sucker for that shit, but. So yeah, Sea of Solitude looked really cool. Um, the biggest uh, kind of like point of contention for the whole show was the uh, Command and Conquer Rivals, I think. Oh god, it was so bad. Why did I don't know why? So let, let me let me just real quick because I mean we have a lot more to ground to cover, so I don't want to hover yeah, too yeah, long yeah. at any conference. But in general, one of the things I'm going to say after watching this is that watching EA's conference made me realize why Nintendo does Nintendo Direct. Because EA really needs to do an EA Direct or something like that. Because mm-hmm. they are so awful at putting on these presentations. And I think because of the particular mix of games they have, they really do not show well in like this live stage format. No, only the, like, really... big flashy stuff does. And there's no, there's no like proper way for a studio like EA to show off like a mobile, free-to-play version of a formerly beloved like RTS game. You know what I mean? But if they had if they had a direct they could say like, hey, we got like a couple things that we want to roll out, like we're not gonna take up space on like a stage the size as EA alongside like Battlefield 2 uh or like Battlefront 2 and like Battlefield 5 news to show you this game that you're gonna be pissed off at. Like it'd be right. it'd be so much easier if they were to just do it on their own time someplace else. And, and what they should have, and even if they didn't EA direct, I would not have put the command and conquer thing in there. I would have said, all right, we're doing this thing just like Nintendo does, right? They'll do uh, the direct that has like all the top level stuff that they want to show. And then they do streams and then they announce more stuff that's like of lesser importance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if EA wants to make sure people watch those streams, just say, hey, if you watch, link your Twitch account to your Origin account or whatever and... You know, we'll give you some free items for Battlefield or whatever the fuck. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. beta access codes or something, just to make sure people actually, like, tune in. But they really need to think about, like, who is this tar... That's the thing, that I think, that comes across every year. EA does not seem to think about who is going to watch this. Right. Uh, what audience is watching this particular program, and what do they hope to get out of it? Mm-hmm. But then again, they have the stream numbers and, and demographics data, and we don't. So who knows? Uh, but let's let us skip real quick because, uh, like I said, I don't want to draw too long. But let's skip to the meat and potatoes of this particular conference, which was, of course, Anthem. Right. So Anthem, we did get a release date. That was the very last thing they showed. Uh, Casey Hudson and, and his merry band of misfits showed up on stage to give a 
little talk about the game. They showed one quest. Uh, so tell me, what was your take on what they showed? I intrigued, not intrigued. Um, not intrigued. I thought it looked. I thought the gameplay looked boring, but I thought all of the things that they talked about sounded interesting. Like I liked the whole like changeable suit so you're not like beholden to a specific class was cool but i'm also like i watched the gameplay footage and it just looked like it looked like a fairly uninspired 3d action shooter to me uh that i mean yeah it didn't it didn't set me on fire um when i saw it i have a feeling this is an again another game that did not show well in a live stage format Mm mm-hmm um, this is something that I think they would have been much better off again. And especially because EA is pretty, all the game publishers do it, but EA in particular is notorious for, um, you know, having super scripted stuff. So if you're going to script everything, just do a video. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like yes. it, they would have been so much better off if they had like a tightly scripted, well narrated, um, you know, basically like, gameplay video with a, a commentary track and show a little more than they showed um, at, at the stage show. And I think people would have reacted much less poorly. But, you know, I guess that's Monday morning quarterbacking or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I, I thought that, like, they had awesome ideas and I just watched the video and I was like, I was bored. I was bored to tears. Damn, bored to tears. Yeah, I mean, it did. It didn't look that cool. I, I don't know. Like, it's it sounded cool, and it just didn't look that cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that that's hate. I, I'm just like, and I'll give it. You know, I'll give it a second look once no, it's, it's out, and like, and the and the reviews are out and everything like that. And if you know the reviews are good, or like, if I have a, a, a trusted friend who plays it and says like, hey, this game's actually like pretty hot. Like, you know, jump on. Sure, you know, I'm not saying no to it. I'm just saying, like, I, I thought it looked a little boring. Right, yeah, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. You're saying basically what most people did, which is that first impression was not positive. Perfectly fair. Uh, for my part, I would say first impression was kind of meh. Yeah. But as I said, even as I'm watching, I immediately knew that um, it was a game that I think is not going to show well until people can play the full thing. I think Twitch streams will help, uh, but as you said, more pe- it's going to be more when people actually have their hands on it and can and testify to whether or not they're enjoying their experience with it is, is going to be what makes or breaks the game. Yes. So best of luck. It's Bioware. Bioware back with something new. Uh, the concept at the very least is intriguing. Like you said, everything they talked about sounds great. So hopefully it's not a turd when it actually drops. It's going to have problems. All these games have problems when they first launch. But hopefully it is um, not like a, a Destiny-level catastrophe. Yeah. But that's an entirely different thing. Okay, so let's move on to Microsoft. Uh, Bethesda Microsoft. was next, right? No, Bethesda was in the nighttime. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Microsoft. So Microsoft actually showed off a lot. Uh, we got the Yeah, we do not have time to go through all this. So why don't we pick like the, the big ones here? Yeah, I would say like obviously we got the Halo news. Um, they showed off Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which is another uh, from software. No, it's Team Ninja. Um, yeah. But it's like their take on like uh, an action, action-y ninja type game, like almost like Neo, but like it was samurais with like grappling hooks and it looked really cool, honestly. 
Yeah, well, just to clarify, also Sekiro is going to be from the the uh, the from software Soulsborne guys. Neo is the team Ninja Joint, but all of them are going to basically have a game coming out now, which yeah. is already pretty bananas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but as you said, yes, Sekiro is going to be crazy. I really want to play it. It makes it actually just now makes me have to move Dark Souls up my priority list because I really should have like at least that base level of uh you know knowledge to go off of mm-hmm. before I, I touch Sekiro. Um but yeah that game looks super dope. I do want to have a brief aside about Halo. Uh because that trailer was weird as shit. <laughs> and again, as we said in our little debate, they did not say Halo six, it's Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. So what what is your speculation based on what you saw? What do you, what do you think Halo Infinite is uh, is actually going to be? I think it's Halo Six. Yes, but what, do you think that they're going to make some like radical changes? Because it seems like they're going in a different, a big, in a very different direction. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be open world. So something like Rage, perhaps. Not, not, not with that action, but like an open-world first-person shooter. Yes. I think it's going to be... I think they're going to have to... I think that they're going to have to scrap the, like, mission-style thing mm-hmm. and, and like, scrap the linear-style, like, mission thing and do more of, like... Because here's the thing, dude. And again, not to hover too long on Halo, but Halo 5 was excellent, right? There's Make no mistake about it. Halo 5 was an excellent Halo game. It was already decided that Halo was going on too, like longer than it should have, but they came out with an excellent Halo game. The worst part about Halo 5 was the story, right? Which unfortunately was what a lot of people got hung up on. Yeah. So... If we know that 343 can make an awesome Halo game, and we know mm-hmm. that they know that even the thing that they do really well isn't going to be received well, they have to radically change it. What can you do to radically change this thing, right? It's to make it open world. I, I see them doing like maybe like a team-based approach. Um, to make it more like cooperative and maybe more like a, uh, like a chapter based, like gating off parts of the halo, right. Where like you do, you do the halo in like sections, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's like ton of side objectives and they throw in skulls and all this other stuff, like cool and fine, but it's like far less linear. It's like radically less linear than it used to be. And then multiplayer is basically exactly the way it was in Halo 5 like an arena sh- like a like an old school arena shooter Halo style which they've mastered and honestly I wouldn't want them to change right so i real quick i'll give my take and then we can move on uh, while listening to some podcasts shout out to the 84 guys uh, particularly mark who dropped this little theory which completely fucked me up because he said they had the same discussion about, you know, future of the Halo franchise, da-da-da-da. And he said uh, he believes that future is turning it into a Destiny-style game. Now, we have very little evidence that this would be happening. 
outside of the fact that uh, it's taking a really long ass time. And we do know that making a Destiny style or Anthem style or the Division style, any of these, you know, MMO shooters, these games take a long time in the oven, even before they're going to take a long time of updates and whatever, right? Um, and I actually think that if I would be totally on board for this, to be honest with you, because Microsoft has the resources to throw at this game, right, to make sure it wouldn't be doo-doo. Uh, not to mention that I would presume that, like Destiny, it would have a PvP section. But the PvP, as you said before, would be the the highly polished Halo game that we've all known and loved all these years. If you gave me that, coupled with a competent, um, you know, persistent online game a la Destiny, I do not see how you don't have a humongous winner. Yeah. Especially given, again, that Microsoft needs is in desperate need of an exclusive title that will make people rush to their platform. And so far, I don't see anything that would make that's like feasible for the Halo franchise that would make people rush to the platform like a Destiny-style persistent online shooter. So let's see. I, either way, honestly, whether you're right or I'm right or it's something completely different, I'm on board for whatever because I just want more Halo at this point. Uh, especially on PC, make it happen, Microsoft. Anyway, uh, <laughs> other highlights of this conference. Bethesda did talk Fallout 76, but we'll get to that during the Bethesda. Uh, the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit from the Life is Strange folks. Mm-hmm. This actually looks kind of fun. Or and it's two. free. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Crackdown 3 trailer. It's <laughs> more Terry Crews. We sure did. Who's a national treasure. Yeah. But that game is probably going to be balls. But anyway... Uh, Metro Exodus actually looks really cool. I should play the other two games at some point. I have them. Uh, uh, we got another batshit Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer showing off the Frozen World. I will say this. So we all know that I can't stand Kingdom Hearts 3 in general. But I will say that uh, at the very least, 3 really is going to realize the vision of you know them having these characters in Disney worlds that look just like the movies. Cause like looking at the frozen trailer, damn, it looks just like the movie. Yeah, it really does. It, it's fantastic. You know, it only took almost 20 years, but here we are. Uh, and it's going to be just as incomprehensible as it was day one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Forza horizon four announced, uh, I have Forza horizon three. Great game, but I'm not trying to play it for. But for those people that are interested, it's gonna it'll probably be fantastic. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the new studio announcements. This mm-hmm. is fun. Yeah. So Microsoft announced not one, not two, not three, not four, but five studio purchases. Yeah. Um. Well, purchases slash creation, right? So Phil Spencer went up on there and, and talked about the initiative, right? Mm-hmm. Which is apparently they're trying to make their like super studio or whatever. It's going to be in Santa Monica. Hi, Sony. Uh, uh, they bought the State of Decay people on Dead Labs. They bought the Forza Horizon people Playground Games. And apparently they're working on a second project in addition to Forza Horizon 4. So I'm very curious to see what that is. Uh they bought the, the the makers of We Happy Few Compulsion Games, a game which I had not paid any attention to prior to this conference, but now I'm really interested in. 
Uh, and that game looks really interesting to me. But the thing that really caught my eyes is that they bought the Hellblade and DMC reboot studio Ninja Theory. Yeah. That was the cool get in my book. Yeah, that's huge. That one is huge because those folks have proven time and again that they are super, super talented. Uh, and to have Microsoft's dollars behind them, yeah, I'm sure as soon as they knocked on their door, Ninja Theory was like, yes, where's the papers, son? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, you ensure your future and you get to keep doing... Microsoft does have a, a decent track record, at least in the Phil Spencer era, uh, with dealing with studios, so why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is, I think Microsoft actually... This, to me, like this entire... Um, this entire conference was a setup show, I think. Like, they were, they were laying the groundwork for not even just next year, but I think for the next Xbox, which they did announce to be working on, right? They announced right. that, that hardware's in, in the hopper. Uh, I don't know if you had the same take. I mean, yeah, like, I, 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 feel like Nintendo, I feel like Microsoft is always working on something big, right? This is just, right. like... Kind of like an like an unloading, really. You know what right. I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. mean this is this was arguably the best conference. Um I think so, because this was even though it wasn't the best for Microsoft, because almost everything they announced is gonna be on other uh it was a very impressive just showing up of content. Yes. Yeah. So we should uh, probably move on to Bethesda. Yeah. Yes. The only thing I want to highlight left from Microsoft is, um, oh crap, I just lost where I was at. Uh, actually, two quick things. Two, two quick things. Uh, one, of course, was DMC5. We talked about that earlier. Hell yeah. Uh, I think that's super cool. That game is going to be bananas. Yeah. Um, and we should also mention Cyberpunk 2077, The Closer. So the I, next game, yeah, from the, CD Projekt Red. So this one, I, I might actually pick up. I mean, the, you know, I have not shut the hell up about The Witcher Three mm-hmm. because it's a fantastic, fantastic game that I would recommend to anybody who likes RPGs or, frankly, good video games. Right. Um, the only, literally the only knock against it is well, there are two. One, a lot of people don't like the combat. I kind of think it's whatever. Um, and other than that, it's extremely long. Other than those two kind of knocks, and I mean, God forbid they give you bang for your buck, right? Like, what a criticism to have, but still. Uh, it's a fantastic game. And the fact that they're doing this cyberpunk game, which already had, seems to be like the buzz of the show, sign me the fuck up. Uh, okay, Bethesda. Tell me some Bethesda stuff. So, yeah, okay, so we got... Um we got a lot of, like, we got Rage 2, right? We, mm-hmm. got, we got Rage 2, which looks like uh, like an amalgam of a whole bunch of things. Uh, not exactly maybe what we were anticipating, but it's going to be this, like, big, like, ultra-violent post-apocalyptic shooter um, with, like, you know, a bunch of, like, Wild car mechanics and shit. Uh, we got uh, Doom. We got a new Doom. Doom sequel. Um, Prey yeah, got a bunch yeah. of new stuff. 
Uh, we got a new Wolfenstein. So like, uh, they're like, they're just like chugging on along. Uh, but they spent most of the time talking about Fallout 76, right? Um, so, so let's talk about that a little bit, shall we? Yeah, sure. Uh, Fallout 76, which as confirmed by Jason Schreier, right, is going to be an online game coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Todd Howard, you know, trotted out on the stage and gave a lot of info about the game. Um... My take here is definitely a wait and see. Um, I'm, I'm like kind of intrigued, but I can't see this being something that I would, you know, be like, oh my God, I got to get on board with this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It really depends on how much of the core fallout experience makes its way into this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, even though, you know, they took pains to say that it's, as he said, soft core survival. So, you know, when you die, you're not going to lose progression. You're not going to be in a war with hundreds of players. They said it's going to be more like dozens of players. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that. I still want to know how this is all going to work in the real world before I, you know, uh, cast my gaze on it too heavily. Well, it looks like think. they might do, they might do like something like a Monster Hunter World style server where they're just like, all right, here's a quest. Um, you can do it by yourself or you've got a couple of dozen people on your server, um, shoot out a flare. And if people want to join in, they will. And then you can stick with that group if they end up working out. Right. Um, this is fine, but I am not a fallout fan and that's probably my most, um, that is probably my most unpopular gaming opinion is that I think Fallout is dumb. Uh, this, dumb? Didn't ch- this didn't change my mind about it. Um, I see what they're trying to do and, I, and I'm still not interested in Fallout, period. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I thought it was dumb. I mean, there's plenty of games that one would say, okay, yeah, not really doing anything for me. But he said, that shit is dumb. Yeah, Fallout's dumb. I, I never liked Fallout. I, I never <laughs> did. And I've played them. And I have played right. them. I, I am not a fan. Well, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Uh, well, Kirk Hamilton in his roundup uses the phrase, it basically looks like Borderlands meets Fallout. I'm not sure if I would say that, but if that ends up being true, I'm definitely interested. Uh, okay, yeah, what else has Bethesda got for us? Not too much after that, really. Right, we got, uh, we got an announcement for another uh, Bethesda game called Starfield, mm-hmm. um, which I'm super interested in, because if it's a Bethesda-style game, but like sci-fi, sure, I'm in. Yeah. I, I think uh, they got the post-apocalyptic. They got like the the fantasy, right? They might yep. as well do the sci-fi. I'll give it a decent shot, even though you know if we're talking about these like open-world WRPGs, right? Like I really only like one of the two, but I know that they've got the chops to do like a sci-fi one justice. Maybe they'll even be like ships. Hell yeah! Um, and then they announced Elder Scrolls Six, but didn't tell us fucking anything about it. And I just want I just want it to exist. So this is basically a Metroid Prime Four style. We're going to show the title card and people. Yeah, exactly. this one was even more silly because 
everybody knew that what he said before that they were doing this game. Everybody knew they were going to do this game. But I guess this is basically a, yes, it's coming. Please shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to so, show up because I'm not going to shut up because they didn't tell me enough. <laughs> yeah. And no, nobody's going to shut up because they didn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, so that's Bethesda in a nutshell. I will add two quick things. They did announce that mobile game Blades, Elder Scrolls Blades, which I'm actually kind of interested in, mainly because they said you can play it in portrait mode. Which I'm like, hmm, that's unique. Um, so we'll see how that plays out when it comes out. And they mentioned uh, Quake Champions being free to play for this week. Uh, I downloaded it and I actually tried it out. That shit is mad fun. But we can talk about that another time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Square Enix. Uh, yeah. Whack-ass conference. Yeah, so like uh, like surprisingly truncated. Uh, but we, we basically got some... Um, new information on a new uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. We got some Life is Strange stuff. Uh, I guess Platinum is making a new game called... Platinum ba- is making Babylon's Fall. Babylon's Fall, which, uh, I mean, at this point, yeah, just yes, whatever the fuck uh, Platinum is making, just sign me up. Uh, just okay. Cause 4, they announced... Which was already leaked. Which was Thanks, already leaked. Steve. And then they announced a game called The Quiet Man. Which, which looks so bad. Which is interesting. I don't know if I maybe they just didn't present it correctly, but I don't know. And then and then that was it. Uh, we got some Monster Hunter World crossovers like later, um, and then we got another. They like doubled down on Octopath Traveler, just sort of like reminded us that it was coming out. But I was already sold on it, so whatever. Um, and right. That was it. <laughs> Whack. Whack. So Ubisoft. Yes. Ubisoft now, the bunch of shit happened this thing. Uh, but again, trying to go through like highlights. Uh, they showed Beyond Good and Evil 2, which is going to be awesome when it comes out in 2025. <laughs> uh, hey. Trials Rising's coming out. And, and the Trials games are super fun. Yeah, Trials games are awesome. Trials Rising is going to be sick. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. They showed off more Division um, 2 stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about that already. Division 2 is probably going to be pretty sick. Uh, they talked more about the Donkey Kong mode for Mario and Rabbids, which is probably going to be pretty sick also. I still want to play that game, but I don't know when the hell I'm going to have time for that. But uh, the fact that there's going to be a DK in an XCOM setting, I mean, really, what timeline is this? I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the strangest one. It's... It's 2018, like, you know, I, I, you gotta cease being surprised, but, like, no, nothing is, nothing is immune to the weird-ass timeline that we stumbled upon, you know? Seriously. So, yeah, DK, DK and XCOM, sure. Here we are, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they talked about Skull and Bones, which is gonna be kind of Sea of Thieves-ish pirate game. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that fares out. We talked about transference, Elijah Wood, you know, joints, yeah. Yeah. mostly VR, but again, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Starlink game already, and there's going to be some For Honor DLC, a game which I have actually, uh, when I got dumb cheap one day, but I haven't gotten around to trying it out yet. Okay. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I am really curious about this game. Okay. Uh, we have not seen a lot of stuff set in like the ancient Greek era, and I, I don't know. And given that Origins is so well received, it seems to be building off of that. Uh, it seems to be 
this looks like it could be really good. I, I'm really intrigued about this one. I can't see myself playing it this year, given all the other stuff that's going to be happening. But um, I'm definitely going to have my eye on this one for sure. I think this is going to be a nice, fresh take for the franchise. And they're also running out of eras to set things in, which is kind of funny. Dude, you know what? I was. We have to have an episode about era in games because I was like literally just having the same thought a couple days ago. Yeah, I mean they they've they've been literally all over history now. It's like, and here's the thing: it's like, okay, I really don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I'm a huge history buff, and there are so many untapped markets for like historical eras, and. We mm-hmm. keep like running into the same couple ones, and it seems like we're running out. But there are so many opportunities. We have to have another episode about it. Write it down. <laughs> That'll be in the calendar. We'll talk about it. Yep. Okay. So next, Sony. Sony. Sony's pretty because we said they were talking about four games: Last of Us Two, Spider Man, Ghost of Tsushima, and um, Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we can sum all these games up pretty quickly. I think. Last of Us Part Two, super violent. I don't particularly give a damn, but I know everybody who is into Last of Us is good. I think it looks great. Don't yeah. get me wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be a fan, um, but it is definitely not my cup of tea. Uh, yeah, I played. Uh, I played for the, the first, fans of the franchise. Yeah, I played the first Last of Us, and it was probably Phenomenal. the only game that came out in the last five years that is like the top of my must-play-if-you're-a-gamer list. Like, I loved The Last of Us um, a lot. And, like, Last of Us Part Two, like, I'm, I'm already in, so. There you go. Yeah. So, Spider-Man, I mean, this sounds like hate, but to me, it looks like reskinned Arkham. Um, with, yes, with a bunch of tweaks and twists and whatever, but, I mean, it's essentially Arkham. This is not hate, because you liked Arkham. If you're going to res- I love Arkham. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, if you're going to reskin a game, damn right you better reskin Arkham. Like, uh, but still, that's not something where I'm going to, you're going to see me running out to go buy, pick that up. But again, for all the fans of Spider Man as a character, and particularly of the fans of like the PS2 games with all this crazy swinging mechanics, because that's clearly what they seem to have been inspired by. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be a standout game. Ghost of Tsushima, whatever. It looks like it'll be interesting enough. We'll see how... um, The gameplay demo did not really wow me that much, but it looks like it'll be fun. Yeah, I feel like for, uh, like, samurai-inspired games, um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice seems cooler, but I'm definitely not, like, shutting down Ghost of Tsushima. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, and then finally, Death Stranding, we spoke about already. We did not get any more Kojima confusion, Leah Sudo, uh, and Baby Generator. Yeah, but yo, Leah Sudo. I mean, yeah, she was looking great in that, in that trailer, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, they did have a couple of surprises. They had Control from the Quantum Break uh, and Alan Wake people, which actually looks really cool. That's com- that one is coming to everything. Uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake, which looked bananas. Uh, I was stunned when they unveiled that it was going to be a remake. I was like, what on earth is this thing? Uh, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> but 
but it looks stunning. I, I'm hoping that it's going to be as good as because I know the Resident Evil fans have been through a roller coaster of emotions. So hopefully, it's not going to be some damn foolishness. Uh, they gave us a look more Kingdom Hearts. We got to look at the Pirates of the Caribbean world again. This one is a live action movie, right? But they made it look really, really good. Mm-hmm. So again, hopefully for the fans, that will look really nice. Uh, and then finally, Neo Two, which is going to be hell yeah. From yeah, that's going to be it's going to be the shit. So Neo that's One, Sony. Neo One was so 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 good. I'm impressed that they're going to do a Neo Two so soon, but I'm not complaining because I had been meaning to go back and play more Neo because it's uh, it dumps you right into New Game Plus and. I loved it so much, but at that point, I already put like sixty-five hours into it, and twenty seventeen was so packed that I was like, right. "That I was like, I really can't justify like playing this game that I just beat again." But I was legitimately right. tempted to because it was so good. Yeah, I want to see. I might pick it up this summer. We'll see. Um, my docket is already pretty stupid, and Monster Hunter is going to blow a giant hole in it twice it's this hard. year. It's hard as shit. Neo is like, have you ever driven like a manual car? No. Okay. Dark Souls is like hard, but it's like driving an automatic car because you're not shifting your attacks, but Neo is like driving a manual car. Like it's, you have to, because, because of the stances, it's basically just as hard as Dark Souls, but it's faster and there are stances. So, and they also expect you to do, they have this like, um, they have this like energy recapture mechanic where like after you attack, you hit like hit another button and like essence like goes back into your fucking body or whatever and like, uh, like adds to your stamina. So you can like chain things, but in order to do it, you have to be like perfect. And it's the same, it's the same as like, it's the same as like hitting the clutch, upshifting, and letting go of the gas and then doing all of it backwards again in like a millisecond. Like it's just like shifting up in a manual vehicle. And like I, I'm not saying it's harder than Dark Souls, but it introduces a it's lot hard of hard in a different way. It, it introduces it introduces things that make your like basically it basically increases your APM. It's mm. this, it's the same game but with far more APM. Uh, so, in other words, if you want to become D.Va, this is the game you have to play. Yes, exactly. But I loved it. I'm very excited for Neo 2. So, Nintendo. Nintendo. Uh, we can spend a little bit of time here because, let's be honest, as Nintendo donkeys, we're, we basically like giddy schoolgirls. I know I was. Sidebar for people at home. Uncle Paul is a good friend of the show. And I both took off work. Uh and we were at home watching this damn conference, okay? Man, good for you. I was, watch, I was watching it at work on mute like a peasant. Yeah, I was like, n- not this time. Not when Smash News is coming. Oh, yeah, and, we so, did, and boy, did we ever get some Smash News. Right? So let's talk about all the non-Smash stuff. Uh, so we got Super, Super Mario Party. Party. Yep. Which actually seems like it's going to be interesting, and it seems like it's going to um, ditch the... Everybody riding around in one cart that everybody seemed to hate. Mm-hmm. So this should be pretty fun. I don't know if I'm picking this up anytime soon, but we'll see. Uh, then we got Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC, 
more. Co- I'm actually pretty impressed with the amount of post-release support they're giving this game. Uh, the expansion pass, I thought was like okay, they were gonna have like a, a little couple joints or whatever. Like this seems like a full ass campaign. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Xenoblade Chronicles Two is a game with its flaws, but overall, I think it's pretty good. Uh, and worth a play for people. So hopefully this will be a worthy addition to the to that cast. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh my god. I cannot wait. I yeah. can't wait. This It looks like it's going to be so epic. I can't wait. I'm not going to say anymore. I can't wait. Uh, the surprise drop of the day. Fortnite on Switch. That day. And in one day, I don't know if you heard this, two million downloads in one day. I did see that. That's, I mean, it's it's not unbelievable, but it's it's like it's for this is here's another thing where it adds a calendar. We're going to talk more specifically about the Fortnite takeover and what it's going to mean for gaming and esports going forward. Because I now think we are at the point where Fortnite has just has left the plane of very popular video games. Hell, it's, it's arguably even left the, the plane of cultural phenomenon, and it's probably is now entering something even bigger than that. Um, I had, but we'll talk about I that. Had a, I had a friend ask me, what is Fortnite, uh, the other day, and I was like, like, she doesn't play games or know anything about it, and the only thing I could muster to say was, was how much time do you have? Because it's, <laughs> it's not doing it justice to just be like, it's, this is the concept. You know, well, so. I mean, the, the short answer is pretty easy. It's a, it's a game where a hundred people go and one leaves. Uh, but right. if, if she wants an actual understanding of what it is, yeah, then she, you need a look. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we can talk about that. That'll be another. So you guys are getting some pre- podcast previews today. Uh, Hollow Knight out on the Switch again that day. Another great announcement because that game looks super cool. I picked it up. Uncle, actually. Oh, did you? Yep, I picked it up and I've been playing it. Um, I I think I got past the first boss, but it's a very like minimalist game, so I don't know exactly what I did. But it's <laughs> it's I heard good things, and I think it's a perfect Switch game. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, it's a Metroidvania, so it's definitely that at home on a Nintendo console for sure. Yeah, um, Uncle Paul is a huge fan. Uh, I've been intrigued by it, but again, I gotta be kind of choosy about um right what I, I put time into these days but so uh one more we mentioned damon x machina before so i won't that too much but god that game looks so good uh but finally and most importantly super smash brothers ultimate ultimate this is a dream come true for me uh because he didn't confirm all of this but I have a feeling, so first of all, for those that didn't know, somehow, <laughs> Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, the conceit here, at least as far as being announced, is that every character in Smash Bros. history is going to make an appearance in this game, which I believe is 67 characters right now, which already is an outrageous number of characters. <laughs> Uh, and there's still time for them to say, oh, by the way, we added X, Y, and Z. They already did announce, uh, finally, Ridley. But to be honest, I don't know how this even became a thing. 
so thirsty to have Ridley as a playable character. I don't understand it. Yeah, it, it's weird because I always thought like Waluigi was the one that people wanted the most. But right, which I definitely want the most. Yeah, and I, and I mean they did talk about Echo Fighters, right? You know the clone characters, and they announced Daisy, which is cool. I also wanted Daisy, but I'm like, give me Waluigi. I need Waluigi in Smash. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. I'm hoping that's going to be like the last minute. And here's Waluigi. Uh, but the, what I'm hoping for this game is that it seems to be, it already confirmed at least one thing. So we already know that Wii U and 3DS content are in this game, right? Because they showed off, for example, Prism Tower at a 3DS stage. Um, and I think they showed off another 3DS stage too. But I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh yeah, yeah the Spear Track stage. They showed that off. That's in this game too. Yep. Uh, but they're also bringing back a bunch of... St- they brought back a bunch of stages from Melee, for example. They showed that they brought back the DK um, Waterfall stage. Yes. Uh, so, I'm, and he said... Well, let me make this first statement first. I am hoping that when they say Ultimate, they also mean all or close to all the stages are coming back. And all or close to all the modes are coming back, too. That I'm sure they're going to announce much closer to launch, but I wouldn't be surprised. Imagine if we get a game, because there are there has been a growing movement of people clamoring for Subspace Emissary to come back. Why I don't know, but imagine you get Subspace, all the modes that were in Wii U, which was classic All Star, all the Stadium modes, uh, Trophy Rush, right? Imagine Smash Run from which that's really all I care about to be honest. If Smash Run is in this game, I'm set. I love Smash Run. <laughs> I love that mode. If Smash Run is in this game, it's over. Uh, imagine that, and even the the, the kind of weird whatever uh, board game from the Wii U version. Can you imagine what a content package this would be? I mean, it's already going to be a stupid content package. But can you imagine? And he already, and the reason why I believe that this is so, that is going to happen, is that he did say, Sakurai did say during this trailer, uh, this, no, this direct, I should say, that there's a massive list of stages in this game. And if you get your friends together for an afternoon, you probably will not go through all of them. What? <laughs> I know. This is like, it seems ridiculously ambitious, but if you think about it, it's like... It's not that ambitious in terms of what they actually we had to... Well, that's what I'm saying. Essentially, that's what I'm saying. Like, if this were, like, only the second Smash game they came out with, then I would be like, hold the fuck up. But they've been doing this, like... Like, they, like they've been doing this more and more ever since. Like, even Melee had, like, a lot of stuff in it, and then, like you know, Brawl had a lot of stuff in it, and then... Each game has had more stuff than the last, which is continually impressive, because each game at the time is like, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff in this game. I mean, but yeah, but I mean, like, go back and play Smash 64. It literally just had Smash. It had eight characters? Ten? Well, Smash 1 doesn't count for this discussion, because Smash 1 is damn near a tech demo for the rest of the series. Like, yeah, at this Sakurai, point, yeah. But, uh, but listen, is definitely like, uh, I want my bigger, better, and more badass sequel. 
but listen, let's let's say like okay, first off, like yeah, the roster, awesome. I'm I'm stoked Roy is coming back, and I'm stoked that uh, you know obviously I'm stoked all Snake is coming back, huh? I'm stoked Snake is coming back. Wolf is coming back, and that's I, th- I think that's the only one I'm upset about. <laughs> I thought like Wolf was like the most pointless. <laughs> Wolf is the most pointless character, but like Ice Climbers are coming back. What? Uh, yes. Like Inkling looks great. Right. Inkling looks amazing. Lucas is back. You got um, you got Doctor Mario coming back. They buffed uh, everybody. They got Dark Pit coming back. Yo, Dark Pit is my boy. And oh, like, brother. And like. <laughs> Yo, it's great. Like, I, I this is this Ganon is awesome. actually does not look like balls in this game. Ganon doesn't look like balls. They got four links, which is awesome. Because I thought it was three. They link, got Toon Link and Young Link. They got Toon Link, Young Link, Link, and then Link from Breath of the Wild, which is not a different character, but it's like, and it, it's. It counts for That's a skin. It counts for me. It's a skin, but like it counts for me because I think that that's like the dopest Link has probably looked ever. So I'm happy that they're, from- in, that they're including it. Um, right. But yeah, the only one, the only two characters I'm upset are back are Wolf and Meta Knight, and that's it. <laughs> I thought I'm pretty sure Meta Knight was in Smash Four though. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, but it was, he, I don't know, he was just annoying in all of them, but especially Brawl. Remember how annoying he was in Brawl? Brawl, well, that Brawl, that was a disaster. Like, that was a straight disaster. But yeah, that, at least we know, is not going to happen again. But yo, Pichu? Hell yeah. I'm messing See, Pichu's like, I'm for mess- me, Pichu is, your, is Wolf. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Well, here's the thing. They should have Raichu. They should include Raichu. If yeah. they're going to do, do Pichu and Pikachu, they should do Raichu also. I think they should cut Pichu and put Raichu instead. Because I don't just, Pichu's whack ass is going to get knocked off the stage at 22%. And it's not going to be worth anybody's time. I don't understand. Well, it doesn't matter. This is the best thing about Smash is that there are 12,000 characters so you can just right. ignore half of them and it's fine. You know, it's not like Overwatch right. where I feel like I'm not doing the game justice if I don't know all the characters. Like, you right. can literally ignore half the... Like, you don't have to play Duck Hunt ever if you don't want to. And I don't want to. Right. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yo, this game is now has now surpassed more for the greatest character count in a fighting game. Yeah, and I think we should uh, we should end this by saying that they... Uh, they like, they took the mask off. They said, fuck it, mask off. And mask they, off. And they, uh, they introduced the GameCube controllers being compatible with the Switch, which I think they knew they had to do and didn't want to, but they made a big showing out of it anyway. And I remember even like audibly being like, yo, what? No way. Cause it's you cool. Knew there was... Well, I, I, I want to add this though, before we go, that clearly... Between that, right, they're talking about GameCube, all the characters coming back, we didn't even talk about the tweaks they made to the gameplay. That's a whole other conversation. I would encourage people to watch the Direct because they're going to a surprisingly granular level of detail about mechanics. Uh, Between all that, Sakurai clearly left me with the impression, uh, this is the last fucking time I'm doing this. 
I want all of you to shut the hell up <laughs> and never ask me. The meme that's been going around is like his picture with the subtitle, don't ask me for anything ever again. That's yeah. That really is what he's saying here. I'm fucking done with you all. Yeah. It's the end for me on this damn series. Yeah. He's like, this don't was a, bother me. He's like, this was a joke in 1996. Right. And this now, is some shit I came up with while I was high with my friends in 95. And now, and now it's taken over my damn life. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? The GameCube controller is not even that good. I don't yeah. even he's like, he's like, this is all a joke. This is all a joke to me. And he does a sucking chops and walks off the stage. Yeah, exactly. And then the Degeneration so, X theme plays and like he fucking walks yeah. off the stage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So this, I, I really think that that's the other reason why I think it's going to have literally everything. Because he, he's going to be like, I don't want anybody asking me to bring this back or that back. <laughs> I answered all the biggest fan requests. Fuck all of you. Here you go. Have a nice life. Yeah. And he's going to ride off have into a, the sunset. Have a nice life. Yeah, and he gets on a horse and just <laughs> on stage and like goes goes away. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah. So that's E3. So that was E3. Uh, that was, this was a long one, but we had a lot to cover. Obviously, E3 is, is one of our uh, favorite times of the year. But um, but yeah, we, we uh, just from this you know grouping of presentations and stuff, I think we got a lot of fodder for a couple of episodes down the line. So that's really cool. Um, if you guys want to keep up with us on, on the internet, do so. We are on Twitter at Frogsnacks, on Instagram at Frogsnacks Podcast. We got a website, Frogsnacks.net, and obviously we're on Apple Podcasts. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the show there. And uh, until next week, we will see you guys next time. Later, everybody. <laughs>